0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: I was about to become a grandmother. And that really excited me, but it made me sad to think that I wouldn't have enough time with her. So I thought, how? How can I make my life change so that I can have flexibility?
2: This is episode 78. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible. An unhealthy relationship with myself, my health Welcome to the show, Miss Stacy Figuera. Guys, I'm so excited to have Stacy here on the show. Not only is she one of my great friends, she's an amazing hypnotherapist, she's also been a client. It was like love at first sight with Stacy. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time now and our lives have actually sort of run parallel with what we've done in life. So I'm just gonna throw the microphone over to you, Stacey. Firstly, thank you so much for taking the time out today to spend time with me on the show. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: Thanks, Helen. And you know, I always love spending time with you and it was love at first sight, wasn't it? Unforgettable. So um, I'm a cl- clinical hypnotherapist, an NLP practitioner, a timeline therapy practitioner, hypnofit therapist, did lots of courses because I was so excited to learn this skill.
2: Stacey, can you tell us what you were doing before you were doing all of the beautiful work that you're doing now? And can you just share how long you were doing your old career for? Okay, so
1: I have had more than one or two or three careers, but the last one was really actually a job that I was thrilled to get. I was pinching myself that I actually got a permanent position in a university doing what I loved, and I did it for six years. And prior to that, I did it elsewhere as well for TAFE. I worked my way up into this amazing career, but I became a client for hypnotherapy many, many years before that, but then I did an amazing program with you, Helen, in which included NLP and timeline therapy, and that that actually changed me. It actually changed me, brought me back into alignment. So I felt a shift. I felt a shift that I needed to do something like this, which I ended up doing.
2: So exciting. I remember when we were in sessions, I would say to Stacey, you would be such an amazing coach. You would be such an amazing hypnotherapist. You should do this. And I just remember us talking about it. You were in a whole other career and it wasn't really something that you were moving towards at that point, you know. You loved all aspects of mm. um, the work and then it's just like this beautiful shift started happening for you as you started growing, evolving and healing.
1: Healing, yes. Yes. So I felt like I had ticked that box with that job and I'd achieved it and it was fantastic and I was grateful. But all my life, I've, looking back in hindsight, after experiencing the change with the work that we do to help people become realigned, I look back and think, I've always loved helping people. I was a beauty therapist many years ago as well for many, many years. And, you know, that industry, and that's where we are aligned, aren't we, Helen? That industry, um, you, you kind of automatically become a support person. And it always felt comfortable for me. And I was always drawn to helping people to the point where I didn't know where to stop. So completing the work, this kind of work actually helped me, you know, develop boundaries, feel really comfortable, feel confident. And when Helen said, you should do this work, something clicked in my head. Because I kind of dreamed about it, but never really, really thought that I was capable.
2: I want to dive into this more because I know that there's people listening that are in a career that they don't feel fulfilled in. And I want to share that this opportunity is open for anyone that really wants it. So let's talk about your career. And can you share how you built the courage to make that massive massive change how the hell did you do it stacy you have a family you have adult kids this was huge for you
1: it was huge and how did i do it is the best question because i felt like i was almost on autopilot so i focused on my goal that was the biggest thing and there was more than one goal the biggest goal was that i was about to become a grandmother And that really excited me, but it made me sad to think that I wouldn't have enough time with her. So I thought, how? How can I make my life change so that I can have flexibility? And the other thing was so that I can have time with her. So I babysit her once a week and it's a dream come true, honestly. I love it. The other part of it is wanting to help people feel fantastic And there was a tool there. So I went and studied and learnt.
2: Did you um, study while you were still
1: working full time? Absolutely. So the, the risk I kept low and what I did to keep that risk low was that I didn't leave my job. I just worked after hours, studied after hours, weekends, you name it, I did it. So I was quite driven to achieve my goal and my goal was to leave my job and initially I did it very safely. I asked the boss, being my age, I could ask ask for a day, you know, working less hours. Once you hit a certain age, you can, you can ask this in most places. So I was working four days a week. So that was the beginning of the transition and it all seemed to happen much quicker than what I even dared to imagine. Business got started growing. I made some little mistakes. I had a lot of support, watched a lot of people become successful in the same career, and they were my mentors. I had three amazing mentors that I trained with and lots of uh, community support because the people that do this kind of work are very supportive people. So how blessed are we? Yeah, lots of guidance, lots of support, plenty of hard work, focus on the goal. (laughs) That's what I did.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you were hustling every single day. You would get up, you would go to work, you would finish work, you would find time to study, you would find time to pass your studies, you would find time to practice what you're learning and then you started transitioning into your business while you were working. So I just want everybody listening to appreciate the fact of how much hard work went on in this shift for you, shifting towards working in your purpose. It is so Mm. beautiful to witness. I loved watching every minute of it. And there was times where it was scary. Am I doing the right thing, you know? Let's talk Uh. about this messy transition part because for those of you listening, I want this to inspire you to know that once you figure out your purpose, that it's going to be an easy road. There might be some chaos and there might be some mess and there might be some fear that goes on, which is normal. So how was your transition period? You did mention that you had support, which is great. Did you have a plan? Did you create a business plan? Did you just go for
1: it? I think the fact that I was in business before gave me a bit of an edge to to understand the concept that we... Well, for me, the the way I used to run my business in the beauty salon, I worked way too hard looking back and I learned a lot from that. But I also had the practice in place of, you know, you've got to hustle, you've got to find out, you've got to ask questions, you've got to try things. How do I advertise? How do I this? How do I that? And try things and make mistakes and not do that again and try something else and that was successful and then try something else and ask lots of people. The mistakes... I wouldn't even call them mistakes, but I guess because I was the hypnotherapy client for so many years, for 26 years, I was a client to a hypnotherapist and then another one who became one of my teachers as well. So I knew how it felt. So
2: it just sounds like you literally just went for it, Stacey. You set up a few things. You didn't know if you had set up everything that you needed to set up. You just sort of began which is exactly what i did when i moved into my career just sort of started while i was also working my other job again like you i was an adult (laughs) and i had bills to pay and so i had to make sure that i was earning an income while i was transitioning into my life's work so well done you Thank you. Oh, it's time for your first curveball, Stacey. Are you ready to play?
1: I'm not sure, but let's have a go.
2: <laughs> your first curveball is please share with us something that most people don't know about you.
1: Most people don't know that I'm quite the introvert that I do. Well, I don't know if intro, introvert is the right word, but I really love staying home and being quiet. And not socialising.
0: Most
2: of the people that know me see me as quite a social butterfly. Yes. Uh, Not all the time. That's why we're soul (laughs) sisters. So (laughs) Stacey and I are like little social butterflies. We love love. We love helping people. We love being with people that we love. But, yes, we also love our alone time. And I'm just going to share something else, something else that Stacy and I do together every Monday <laughs> is oh, <yeah. laughs> we get together in her office and we hold each other accountable for a couple of courses that we're both doing and we stay quiet after we mm-hmm. finish talking. We stay quiet and we sit down for a couple of hours and we just do our work together so that we just create this beautiful space so that we can keep pushing each other forward. So, thank you for that.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh.
1: Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Thank you. It's the
2: best. I love it. I don't know if i get it done
1: without that. So thank you. (laughs)
2: Stacey let's move the conversation to emotions so when you're not satisfied at your work and lord knows I have been through many career changes too and you know that feeling when you don't any longer want to be where you are and you have this burning desire to be elsewhere maybe you start going to work with that feeling of I just don't want to be here anymore can you share some of the emotions that you were going through and where your mindset was at when you were at that point where you just weren't satisfied going to your job anymore. Can you talk about your shifts in mindset, your mental health? Where was it at? Maybe your physical health? What was going on for you?
1: My physical health and mental health suffered because I didn't give myself the time to, to stop. I had this gung-ho, rushed feeling because I wanted to get out of that job. Um, I didn't completely hate the whole experience. There were people around me that were lovely and um, there was a nice little challenge that was still there for me. However, uh, being part of a big organisation, there's always politics that go on that we are out, we don't have control of. I really, really looked forward to not being included, being, you know, in that world anymore. I worked in education, which I was very passionate about. So you know that was that was the end result. So that was something that kept me going, even though I had enough of doing what I was doing. The end result helped me go. And the the biggest thing is I've transitioned in jobs many times now throughout my life, and so the end goal goal held me. I, I, I kept reminding myself that hang on you're getting closer there were days where I thought this is never going to happen I'm never going to leave the job and I'm never going to get my business running of course I'm not so I had to you know reframe it consistently I had to really go hang on you know and and sometimes looking back and, and seeing where you've come because you forget when you're really drowning in it part of me was working on autopilot with you know almost having toothpicks in my eyes to get my eyes open um so <laughs> the awareness wasn't always there. I do look back and think, geez, I did, I put on a lot of weight, I didn't move a lot. I became quite unhealthy because I sat in a chair all day from morning till night, two jobs. And so at the end of that, it was almost surreal that when I said I was going to leave in November and I actually did do it, I thought, wow, I can actually start moving again and being healthy and, and living my life. Yeah.
2: It sounds like it did really affect your physical health. I remember Stacy when I let's just use my last job for example, when I knew that I that job had served its purpose and I no longer wanted to be affiliated with that company, the days that I would go into work, I would just wake up sad. I would wake up frustrated stressed just this constant stress on my brain from the minute I walked in to the place while I was there to the minute that I walked out and just always having this mindset of I just wish I wasn't here anymore and that feeling is so dissatisfying and demotivating and for those of you listening you know if you are at that stage that is a little doorbell saying to you, um, ding dong, it might be time to close a chapter or to close that door and to open up a different door and maybe see what opportunity lies ahead of you elsewhere, because we shouldn't be working somewhere that brings us unhappiness.
1: Yeah, and embrace change. That's my biggest message. Embrace it. Don't be afraid of it. And a little bit of fear is okay because we're learning and changing, but embrace it because it's exciting. And I have to be completely honest that I did use the tools of my trade to keep my mindset going through that whole period of time. So I listened to something, I recorded hypnosis every day, but I always chose something that I needed at that very time. And a big part was that, you know, I will complete my work easily and with a positive attitude, even though I was ready to leave.
2: And I think it's really important to remember that everything that you do is a stepping stone to where you're going to get to. So there is always learnings that you can take from the job that you're currently at, the job that you were at, what have you learned and what can you take with you to your next chapter, which is what you did. Stacey, it's time for your second curveball. Are you ready to play?
1: Okay. (laughs)
2: What is your favourite form of self-care?
1: Ah, massages.
2: I knew she was going to say that.
1: And yoga second. Your yoga classes.
2: <laughs> we have the same. We're so <laughs> funny, you and I. We're just so similar. And I love that you're one of my soul sisters, so thank you. Yes. And massages
1: like and you. yoga. mm. mm. A massage for me, and I bet you will be the same, I can be this exhausted, highly strung person, have a massage, and I'll walk out so lovely and calm and happy and nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we give that, that energy to the poor massage therapist.
1: <laughs> Hand it over.
2: Uh, Stacey, let's talk about mental health so, uh, and physical health. When you're moving from where you are now to somewhere where you align more with your purpose in life. You know some people just don't know how to get there, they don't know what their purpose is, they don't know how to find their purpose and this is a whole other conversation that we can have but I want to talk about your mental health and your physical health and how that changed since you began living in alignment with your purpose. What has changed for you and what can you do now that you couldn't do before?
1: So much has changed. I can tell you lots of things. The first thing that I would say is what I can do now that I couldn't do before is exactly what we're doing right now. Public speaking made me physically ill. I had to do it in my last job. I had to stand up in front of academics and present. But to get there was a physical, um, a week of crying and actually getting ill and um, procrastinating and not being able to do my work. So now, now I'm constantly amazed at the fact that I put in my calendar my Pilates on Wednesday morning and my yoga on Saturday morning and my walks twice a week and I'll come back to my training with Helen too because I need it. Um, things that are uh, so self-care is now a priority because I perform better when I'm better. My diet, my health, what I put in, I'm very conscious of what I put into my body now. It's a, it's a holistic thing of knowing that I will be at my best if I look after me. But it's not only that, it's looking after the inside of me as well, my emotions and feeling it to heal it, really looking after me.
2: What would you say to yourself five years ago, knowing what you know now, when it comes to being brave enough to take a risk?
1: You need to believe in yourself. You have every reason to, I would say that. You've got people around you that support you. Reach out to them. It'll help so much. So asking for help. Yeah, asking for
2: help. Because yes. you. it sounds to me that maybe, you know, if you go through a big shift, you can feel alone. And if you feel alone and unsupported in a major shift in your life, go and find the people that will help you. Stacey and I are like masters of this. We will hire coaches. We will do courses. Mm -hmm. We will reach out to people that we need to help us get to where we want to get to. And I think that's a big credit to you, Stacey, for doing that because you helped yourself so much. That's a great piece of advice. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Yes. We don't know everything. Go to the people that can help you. It makes it all so much easier. Yeah. And you did help me with that, Helen. So thank you.
2: Warm, fuzzy feelings. Stacey, it's time for your last curveball. Are you ready to play?
1: Yeah. When
2: was your last random act of kindness?
1: I cooked a nice dinner for my husband last night. (laughs) Is that an act of kindness? Yes. (laughs) Especially in this busy life that we live. Yes. (laughs) What did you cook? Spaghetti bolognese. Simple, quick, but yummy. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Did he like it?
1: He did, he loved it. It's one of his favourite things, to come home to a meal.
2: Stacey's husband is so sweet. We studied together, as I said, Monday mornings. And last week when I rocked up, or was it the week before, he was still in bed so I went and woke him up. And (laughs) yesterday when we studied, he was up and ready and he said, Helen, would you like a coffee? (laughs) He's so lovely. Stacey, is there anything else that you would like to share before we wrap up this beautiful conversation? Just go
1: for it. Trust your gut, people. Don't always listen to the mind. Trust your gut. Be driven. Feel your way into things. Trust it.
2: Thank you. That's just beautiful. And I will echo what she says. If you are in a state or a spot in your life where you feel like you know what now's the time now's the time to make the change if this podcast has inspired you to make the change please reach out to us we're more than happy to talk to you and help you through it and support you through it I'll put all of Stacy's links in the show notes today you can do anything that you set your mind to yes it might require hard work yes it might require you reaching out for support but let us tell you and let Stacy be the source of inspiration for you that you can do anything that you set your mind to thank you so much Stacy, for your time today it means a lot
1: my pleasure thank you